Okay, who's going after you though? Sure. Okay. Just playing it by ear. Okay, perfect. That's fine. I like it. So what what's happening? I missed that. I'm sorry. I was in my own pocket. We're just <laughs> we're just gonna go. I'll do my verse first. And then you're passing it to me or All right, well or Julie? we're just gonna go. Whoever. So somebody just starts oh, talking. Okay. All right. Here we go. Welcome back to the Christian Women's Health Collective podcast. We have been focused on rest for the month of July, and today we're going to bring a biblical perspective into it and talk to you about what God meant for us in the Bible when he discusses rest in the many, many verses that you can find it in. And I'm going to start off today and share with you one of the one of the verses that really stood out to me, which was Exodus 3314, where it says, and he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Um, then he said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here for how then it will be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us. Oh, wait, I read that so wrong because that's a question. Um, so anyway, the whole purpose of that is that that God just wants us to know that wherever we go, he's with us and we're allowed to take a break. Um, I think that we live in a society right now where we're so focused on us and so focused on the me, me, me and the, you know, how do I find joy? How do I find love? How do I find this? And um, it's something that just really is standing out to me right now is just really focus, paying attention to how selfish and how busy we all have to be in order to feel like we're doing whether whether you're Christian or not if you feel like you need to be doing good works all the time in order to be um that that person that God's going to love better or more or whatever the reality is you don't you know I mean yes we need to do good works as Christians but we also have to take a rest and I think you know this is God's God's perfect way of telling us my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. So you don't need to be always doing the works in order to feel like you deserve the rest because you deserve the rest. You know, I mean, um, I don't know. I just, I have for many years in my life felt like if I weren't doing so many things all the time. And if you've listened to our podcasts from the past weeks this month, you know, we've talked about this, like we're just always feel like we have to be so busy and we never take that time to just hear God and just be with God. And, um, he's always with us, but we have to take the time to be with him. And that's, that's where we get the rest. And so that is something that, I, that really stands out to me because I need to be reminded of that. I, I, I struggle to take time to really be with God. Uh, so that's that's my verse for this this week's podcast. I love that, and I I can really resonate with it, as you can imagine, <laughs> because uh, yeah, success is often related to doing, doing, doing. Right? At least you know I can check that thing off my list, and I can check that off my list, right? But um. The verse that I chose was, these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world, John 16, 33. So I just feel like um, that this world is crazy and upside down <laughs> right now. And 
that there's just so much going on, whether we are witnessing it or not witnessing it, we can feel it. And I just think that it gives good hope to know that God has overcome the world already. He's already won. And that we all we need to do, not all we need to do, but we do need to rest in him and take peace in him when we can do that. Um, do we need to be out there in the fight? Very possibly, but it's just, you know, knowing that God is right there beside us and he's fighting the good fight for us. And I'm breaking up here, but anyway, um, he, he is fighting the good fight and we are right alongside him. But when we need to, we can lean back and rest in him. So I find a lot of hope in that. Mm -hmm. I've been um, doing a lot of reading the Bible on rest. And um, I really like, well, because rest, like it seems obvious, right? Like rest is like resting from doing things, right? Rest is not doing something. A lot of people equate rest with just sleep. But I don't think rest really is sleep. Now, you do get rest when you sleep, but I think there's a difference. Mm -hmm. I think rest is resting from work, like not necessarily sleeping, you know? Um, but the thing is, like in our fast-paced world, how do we learn to rest when we're resting and work when we're working instead of always thinking about working when we're resting even? Do you know what I mean? You know, like, especially like that mom brain, like you always have that like mental, all that to do with that stuff in the back of your brain. That's just always like going, 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 going. So like, how do we, how do we rest from that too? You know, like what does rest really look like? Um, and so I, I found a couple of chapters in Hebrews that are really interesting. They're talking about God's rest, Hebrews chapter three and four. And the first chapter is actually a warning. Uh, because the Israelites wandered in the wilderness for 40 years, they did not get to enter God's rest because they were disobedient and they were full of unbelief. And so to me, that's like a pretty, pretty dire warning of, <laughs> you know, probably don't want to be disobedient and living in unbelief because um, then you don't get to feel rest. You don't get to be rested. You don't get to enter God's rest. And so then in the next chapter, in chapter four, it talks about um, God's rest and how God rested on the seventh day from his work and set an example for us, right? And then he gave the Israelites the Ten Commandments and they were to keep the Sabbath day holy and to rest, right? So he knows what's good for us. And so we have to trust in that, which is the opposite of unbelief is trusting that God is good and he has good intentions for us, Right. And so that's what I've been like focusing on and trying to not continue to struggle on in my own strength of doing and achieving and like my to-do list and like all of these things, but resting in um, just the faith that I have and the trust that I have in God, not having unbelief, like of course, we're all going to struggle with times of unbelief and doubt. And there's times when we're going to be disobedient and God understands, you know, like we're sinful. Like we, he knows that about us. So he provided a way. So the end of chapter four talks about Jesus being our high priest and how he suffered through all of the temptations that we're suffering. So he understands the struggle 
especially as moms, to always be doing, 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 going, 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 especially in the U.S. And it says that um, he is our help in our times of struggle. And so for me, that's like, oh, wow, like I can, I can take my struggle of not resting in God's provision and in his faithfulness and take that to Jesus and he will help me learn how to rest, you know? And so that's just like, that's insanely helpful because like, like I've heard all of you ladies say is like, it's hard to rest and knowing that we can rest in God's goodness and his faithfulness and that Jesus is our helper to help us do that. And that the Holy Spirit empowers us to have the faith that we need and to be obedient to what God wants us to be doing. Then, then what is there to worry about? You know, can we just, can we just sit down and rest knowing that everything is in God's hands and his plans for us are going to be good no matter what, even if we don't accomplish whatever um, we set out to do, <laughs> but maybe we accomplish what he set out for us to do. Um, so maybe we need to change our mindset and just um, take rest during the day so that we can hear his voice and we can hear him saying, um, you know, share this, do that, you know, um, take a break here, or you just never know when a smile or a kind word or something that he tells you to do is going to change someone's life. And if we're too mm -hmm. busy to notice when God's telling us to do those things, then um, we're too busy, you know? So anyway, Amen. I'll just encourage you to, yeah, continue looking into rest and actually just help you learn how to rest because in that resting, um, there's peace. Yes. And the love of God. Yeah. Joyful peace. <clears throat> yeah. And that's, <clears throat> excuse me. And that's, that's interesting in what you said, um, because I felt like last year I listened, I didn't read, but I listened through the Bible for a year and I was working on doing that again this year. And there were three distinct times that I've taken I added one in for rest and now only one of those times am I listening to the Bible when I'm doing it because I felt like God say no I want you to just focus on me I don't because that's like a checkoff thing right that's a checkoff thing that I have read through the Bible for the year I've kept up for this week you know I, I accomplished this week and so yeah i I kind of stepped back and I'm like, no, it's more important for me right now to have relationship and try to hear from God and know his voice. So I kind of took a step back. So it kind of just reminded me of what, what you were saying. Yeah, I feel the most rested and the most peaceful um, and the most joyful and the happiest and all the best feelings when I'm in the presence of God. And if I don't take time to do that, then how am I going to feel rested and cared for if I don't take time to be in his presence you know mm -hmm. so it's huge that's the that's the best way to experience rest is to be in God's presence because he's the one who gives us true rest how do you hear him if you're so busy you know I think that's the things that I've looked back on more than anything like as far as you know I mean of course as you get older like you do a review of life and I think a lot of my reviewing has been why did I not listen um, 
it wasn't that I did anything. I mean, we could go down the list of right, wrong, or different, but it wasn't that. It was that I did not give God time to even direct or to talk to me that, you know, I may say I did, but it was a quick nighttime prayer of what I desired, what I thought, what I had been told. And I even found that, you know, if I did have a sense of peace about something, the, the other people or their worry or fear would almost engage mine because it was like, you mean you're not worried? You're not going to do something? You're not, you know? So I think that's something to pay attention to is like, how you feel in your head and in your mind and in your heart with God. That's a relationship between you guys. It's nothing that somebody else can direct or even should, you know? And so just hold that um, and, and hold it close because it's, it's something that's very special. And um, I think even the unintentional family and friends and just people that don't know or don't have that sense of peace and understanding and they're not in the same desire can take that unintentionally, you know. So, um, yeah, don't be afraid to have peace. It's a good thing. Um, yeah, take that time and listen, hear what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I think about, like I was saying in the beginning of the episode, when I was talking about how busy the world is, you know, um, there's so much more depression and anxiety in our world today. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that, well, A, we've been so far removed from the Chris Christian principles that we were designed around, but also because, you know, the world just keeps moving faster, it keeps getting busier, and we keep moving faster and getting busier with it. And I think about what people were like, just even 50 or 60 years ago, you know, I mean, it was just a much slower paced world, families went to church together. Um, and there, there was more time to dedicate to time with God, like, why are we living in a world right now? And I'm asking this question very rhetorically and for myself too, why are we living in a world right now that we have to carve out time for God instead of it just being a natural part of our day? We have to make sure that we carve out that time because we just are so busy all the time. Instead of filling up the day with all the things that we need to do, I think the, the answer, at least in, in my life, would be to fill up the day around the time with God. And that's the hardest thing to do. I mean, it's so hard. There's, you know, I see it all the time. I see people say all the time, it's the hardest thing to do is to be a Christian today. And I see why, because we've created a society that just fills our time with junk all the time. Mm -hmm. And so this is probably the most profound real realization podcast that we've done for me and how I lack in my relationship with God, even though I strive for it every single day, I still lack because I'm not making that time my priority. I'm carving out around all the other priorities I've put ahead of God. So yeah. This is going to be interesting to see how this all unfolds over the next few months as we've moved through this and I've had lots of time to, you know, let it simmer. <laughs> mm. 
All right. You know, I love I love these conversations with you, ladies, because you all just have just such a unique perspective, and I always learn so much. So, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. I'm so grateful. Hmm. Well, if you're not in the membership and you hear us talking, I'm just curious. Like, what do you think when you hear us talking about this? And can you even imagine what life could be like when you give it to God? And if you took time out every day, like, I just think, you know, like when you imagine you're going somewhere and it turns out 10 times better, like, what if, you know, giving it to God, it did come out 10 times better, you know, what, what do you have to lose? Um, you know, you have everything to gain. So I hope that you come and listen on the next side um, in the membership and join the membership. But if you don't, if you're just listening now, I still want you to ask that, you know, think about that question. Like, what would it look like for you to carve out time? And what if it turned out amazing? You know, I think that's what's exciting to me is I get to tell him everything. And then I get to kind of see how my story unfolds through him, which has been pretty beautiful. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. We are really trying to reach a thousand women this this year and help them. So we ask that you please like, share, and hit that notification bell so you know every time we put out a new podcast. And we would love any comments that you would like to share with us in the comment section below. We will see you next week. Bye, everybody.